Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. David here, Jack, in Washington D.C. Jack here from Parkersburg, West Virginia. Uh, we are recording this for the first time in a year uh, by the miracle of the internet. Indeed, Jack. It's been a it's been a while since we had to do one of these remotes recordings. Yeah, and uh, this is a new. You know, it, it's like riding a bike. You never forget. Although, in this case, we upgraded to a car, and we never looked back, and now we're going back down to a bike. Although, you would tell me that riding a bike is just as efficient as riding a car, I'm sure. I mean, more fuel efficient. Very true. And honestly, probably more just mechanically efficient as well. True, because it's small, and you can park it just about anywhere. Fewer moving parts, um, no internal combustion, Etc. Etc. So I've been out. Less, here. less stuff total. I, I've been out here now for this is my third work week uh, in my luxurious baller lifestyle apartment. This thing is massive. Um, Jack has got himself a bachelor pad, y'all. I do, and it is a bachelor pad in the most literal sense because there is no one else coming through these doors. <laughs> loser! You're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are dirt. And no furniture, almost no furniture. Uh, so I got a couch. We got a chair. I, uh, I'm recording Ooh, this. Where'd you go? I, did you go I, Ikea or did you thrift store it? Uh, we, uh, we, in fact, got it from a neighbor before I moved, actually. Finally, no neighbor in it. The couch is dope. Oh. And the chair is dope. Um, got a new bed in over there. Got a living room table of sorts. And uh, got a coffee table that we're recording this bad boy on right now. Uh, that Thank I, you for gesturing, Jack. I was I appreciated the visual. For those who obviously don't know, we are yeah. uh, not recording this with video because the internet in my place is not great. Yes, and uh, so we're we're making do with what we got. But that is the uh, the coffee table is. Let me paint a picture for you. It's wood. It has four legs. Um, it's brown. And okay. uh, you know, there you go. It's very nice. So um, it's you know it, it this place does have a lot of empty space in it just by the nature of it um, i don't have a lot of stuff i have yep. my necessities uh i got my television my laptop refrigerator with food in it laundry baskets bed all that all that good stuff truly like a bachelor pad you yeah. need, we need to get you some art I, wait when you say art I'm, i have my kobe and shack picture hanging above the television set yeah, I'm talking some like some real art. I am the art, damn it! And I don't. If you could, if I had my video back up, you could see behind me is my picture of Barry Bonds. Again, art. But I, I guess. Are you saying what Barry Bonds did wasn't art? No, in, in a way that uh, God, what is his name? That I'm Andy Warhol. What he did was was I guess art because you know he challenged you to question the reality of what you saw around you and permanence of it and the meaning of the meaning of our capitalist consumption um so yeah then i guess in a way barry bonds is art because he's more a performance piece yes when barry bonds goes out there he was challenging you to say you know you people think you hated me well watch what i'm going to do i'm going to dominate the athletic competition now you're going to be forced to he's, respect me he's yeah he's gonna we gotta respect how many times he was able to stick a needle in his ass oh, for god's sake david i just moved here you're already just trying to ruin my childhood. So, Look, nothing that you live in, you living on the border of Ohio doesn't already do for you. That's true. Uh, yeah, so for some perspective, Parkersburg is, we are on the border of West Virginia and Ohio. The western border. Yeah. So we are, you know, I, Columbus is like 
an hour and a half, two hours away. That's the closest big city. Morgantown is like an hour and a half from here in West Virginia. Um, Parkersburg, by the way, under 30,000 people, we are still the third biggest city in West Virginia for some perspective on West Virginia. Yeah, uh, in front of them, it's... Probably Charleston Probably and Morgantown. Morgan, Morgantown and Charleston. Yeah, I think so. And that's it. Um, West Virginia. There's more kids. There's more students. There's more students enrolled at the University of West Virginia than live in Parker Park. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's there's like a million people in West Virginia or something crazy, which you just lose perspective on when you grow up in where we grew there's up. There's more people in Fairfax yes. than in West Virginia. The entirety of West Virginia. So some quick corrections, because we like to keep ourselves honest on the show. Um, last episode, I said Alex Caruso was 6'2". He's 6'4". Don't want to undersell him. Blake Griffin is 6'10", not 6'8". I undersold him as well. So I apologize to both men. They worked hard for their height. Um, I will also say this. David thought I did not pronounce the word pleb correctly. And I pronounced pleb correctly because that was the word I was like. I think plebe is an internet thing. Plebe is a thing. No, plebe is not an internet thing. Is it just, okay, it's its own. It's a, it's a Naval Academy thing. Gotcha. Okay. But pleb was like a, a like a normal, uh, like a commoner kind of, you know, synonym. And that's what I was going for. Because I think we we're talking about listening to sports on the radio. So uh, just to clarify, plebe and pleb can, should both be able to co- commonly coexist. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I also want to point out that, so before I moved out here, David, what was the grand gesture I gave you the day I moved? Do you remember? Oh, you gave me uh, your original cowboy jacket. That's right. So I have a... Which now sits in my car in the back where people would normally put hats. That's, that's you know, I, that's where my cowboy jacket... So I will say this. I got a new cowboy jacket a while ago. Um, I'm not going to say on the air where I got it from because it's a little embarrassing, <laughs> but it's... It is a new cowboy jack hat. Uh, Jack went to a sex store. Yes. That actually would be less embarrassing than if I told the actual story on the air. Um, So it's... The old cowboy jack hat, I thought, who would appreciate this gift more than anyone? And I thought, and I thought, and then I didn't think, and then I thought again. I thought, David Hart loves cowboy jack. He loves the cowboy lifestyle. He's a man... Who adores, in a way, adores Cowboy Jack. I, you know, I acknowledge that he exists. That's good enough for Cowboy Jack. So, I guess people probably want to know about the job. Uh, I'll be honest, the first week of this job sucked. Because this will not surprise anyone who knows me. I uh, just really sort of struggled to figure out the ins and outs of what we were doing and all that stuff. And, but I think that comes with, I'm David, you can probably speak to this. Your first week at, or so at most jobs is probably feels a little overwhelming. Well, especially one where you're working, especially one where you're working weird hours. Yeah, as you are doing that late night tip, mm, yeah, yeah. that really screws you up. So the first couple of weeks at least were normal, which was kind of nice to get adjusted. Uh, the we're recording this right now at eight thirty on Thursday, so in about three and a half hours, I'm going to be going to work. Um, I honestly haven't, you know, my body's pretty good adjusted to it right now. I come home, I go to bed, like 8 o'clock in the morning. Damn, son. You know, I got like six and a half hours sleep today, so I'm pretty happy with that. Right now, I'm doing okay. But it took, a, it was a little hard to adjust at first. Uh, and and the, the positive thing was, by the second week, I uh, felt a lot more confident in what I was doing. And now, by this week, I've been actually producing the new show. Um Brittany's been coming in and helping me with it, but I've been 
you know, I've been doing a lot of it. And, you know, I think next week I'll just be doing it all on my own. So, hey, exactly. Got my first producer credit on the show, which was dope. Can people watch your work online? Does Parkersburg's favorite news channel, yes. do they stream? Parkersburg favorite, and I believe, and yes, our only news channel. Um, you can go... The, the, the second part wasn't necessary. That's true. I know, it's true. It's, but we are the favorite. People love us. Uh, you can go to... Dot com. I guess I probably shouldn't say their name on the air, but I think people can probably figure out if I'm working in a news organization in West Virginia, which one I'm working for. Um, and uh, again, I will not disparage them at any time when I'm employed there. Uh, you can go to their website. They have a live stream. You can go to, uh, I believe, sbtv.com, and they have archives of all of our newscasts if you don't feel like waking up at 6 in the morning to watch us. Uh and you can uh, watch us do our thing. Hey, do your thing. You know, right now my job is just to put the show on the air. I'm not on the air yet. Maybe down the road. Yeah. Maybe down the road they'll say, hey, Jack, we want you for something. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a good screen presence. And then, uh, you know, I'll come in looking dapper with my suit and tie. I probably got to get more than two suits, though. Yeah, it would probably help. I'm, but don't fall into the trap of feeling like you need a new suit every day. Yeah, I would get. That's just that's just preposterous. Yeah, especially with um with the money I'm making, um, not to yeah, you know just the reality of the situation. I don't have a lot of suit money right now. Yeah, suit money is on the back. Suit money is is taking out taking food out your mouth money. Exactly, and closed mouths don't get fed on this boulevard as we were discussing before the show. So they do not. David, how has your last few weeks since we've talked been overall? Work been okay? Life been okay? Work has been extremely busy. Yeah. Truthfully, uh, with the House and Senate, with Congress just back in session, Mm -hmm. um, there's more people in the city, there's more stuff going on, so I've got got a lot more accounts, needing a lot more beer. Um, This Nationals postseason run has really uh, been a boost for me. That's good. See, uh, there are some no, positives no that come complaints. out of baseball. You know, it's look, it's bringing people joy, yeah. which is fine by me. That's how I felt uh, about the. Ca- I, I, I was gonna say I that's, that's, that's how I felt about the cap. That's how I felt about the caps run was that it didn't mean anything yeah. to me, but everyone was super happy about it. So, yeah, like that's fine. That's great. I like to see people happy. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I happens to be about a sport I'm not particularly like enamored with, but I'm into it. I'm up for it. I've watched both games so far. It's fun to root for the home team. I'm debating going back tomorrow just to be in the area to see, especially if the Nats sweep and they finish it by Saturday. That would be really fun. They didn't. Again, we've talked. We talked when we had PJ on the show that PJ almost single-handedly ruined my enjoyment of Washington Nationals baseball for all the shit he gave mm-hmm. me. Um, so this whole run has felt like me trying to respark something with an X, and you just can't. It's just not the same. That's how I sort of felt about this run, and I 100% blame PJ Anderson for that. Well done, Peach. Yeah, thanks, PJ. You know, I'm, pretty, I'm glad you're happy that now I'm sad. That's a good thing. Yeah, fucking yeah. Um, but the run's been fun for me to watch because uh, you know everyone. My brother's super happy. Uh, everyone back home is super happy. Uh, What's the feeling out in West Virginia? Does anybody care? So Brittany cares because she used to work for the Nats. So she is. Okay. She you know like. We are, she and I are both still like Giants fans, number one. But, you know, I think the way she described it was the, the Giants are her, 
her team and the natural like the in-laws that she really likes and gets along with if that makes sense okay. like their adopted family in a way um i can get with that other than that actually uh, our web producer is from the is from maryland so he is i believe he's a washington sports guy uh so he's happy about the nats other than that no it's sort of weird out here you get some people root for cincinnati teams some pittsburgh one of our anchors is from philly um when you come out to an area without a pro sports team again the, yeah. like the nearest pro sports team would be the blue jackets two hours away so there's not a lot of common ground on that my boss is a cubs fan even though he grew up in the area because you know they used to be on the superstation so it just depends uh Football-wise, kind of the same thing. Everyone has their own separate rooting interests. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to... Th- they all can agree, though. Eat shit, pit. Yeah, they're not... Uh, I, I don't think there's any... I actually don't think, to that to to that area point, I don't think there are any Steelers fans or any, like, Pittsburgh fans in the... Oh, no, you know what? Um, well, I was thinking more the West Virginia-Pittsburgh yes, rivalry. Yes, but I think by proxy... The backyard also, brawl, I yeah. think they called it. Um, although, and I will say, my uh, our our news assigner, is uh, our, our new assignment editor, is also a uh, Pirates fan, so I think he might be a Steelers fan. I'm not sure. but uh, yeah. There's a good chance of that. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's still fun out here because it's sort of like a mix of everything. One of my uh, coworkers is also a Lakers fan. Mm. Oh, don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Lakers, who debuted two nights ago as we're recording this. Um, the final score doesn't two, two, Some serious boos took for Kawhi Leonard. Which is always great because the, it was. So the Lakers played the Clippers, who share the same building, and it was technically a home game for the Clippers. And David, what do we know about LA and basketball? Uh, no one gives a shit if you're not. If you don't play for UCLA or the Lakers. Yeah, that is a Laker town through and through. Um, so Kawhi Leonard got not massively booed, but got some sizable boos on his own home court because it was like six. Oh, there was a rousing chorus of boos. Yeah, because Laker fans were mad that um, he Kawhi didn't, didn't sign with them. Right, which I'm not, but that's a lot of Lakers. It's just like, what the, whatever. I know. Laker fans are so... Laker fans are so obnoxious. Yep. You're not wrong. Can I also say this to that degree? I got, I got, I've always been really sick and tired of the way Nats fans have treated Bryce Harper for daring to leave as a free agent for much more secure money and better money. Well, also, like, I think the, I think he made that decision when he just got, like, booed out of the building during the, the Caps run. Because he did, because, like, he wanted to wear the cap of his hometown team. That finally got a hockey team, and and you yeah, know. like his hometown finally got a sport, finally got a like a, a well. There's there's been the the Las Vegas Aces for about as long as the uh, the Golden Knights have existed, but you know, asking a Mormon, asking a white Mormon man to care to give a fuck about women's basketball is going to be a bit of a challenge. And so you combine that with finally they got a professional sports team. He's happy for them, and he didn't disparage yeah. the Washington team. He just said, you know what, these are. He this- was just like. I am from Vegas. Yes. This is going to be my team. Yes. So. It's one of those. Like, that's fine. He's a, he's a. Bryce Harper is a kid as far as I'm concerned. He's what? 24? He's. No. He's um he's like a few months younger than I am. So I think he just oh, turned okay. 27. Okay. Yeah. Um, well then he's not a kid. But still. He's allowed to root for whoever he's like. He's allowed to represent yeah. his home team. Yeah. 
just because he'd been in DC for a while doesn't mean that he has to like stand for him. And but, the, no, I think that's part of that's part of what drove him away. And then obviously the ownership group trying to be cheap when they're one of the wealthiest in baseball. That's what always bothers me. The Nets are always going through this. Well, the Orioles take money from us with the Masson deal, which is their TV contract. And I always say their owners are worth five billion dollars. If you want to scrout, if you want to put up some money, you can put up some money. Look, if, if you're going to be a billionaire and not spend it on your sports team, then fine. I'm just going to take it in taxes. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's such a weird, like, that fact that Harper was so booed when he came back, when he helped put the team on the map and always performed well in yeah. the playoffs and the home run derby when he won it was one of the coolest moments ever and it was great national exposure and it felt like fans were ungrateful because he dared to make a better oh absolutely yeah. dc fans are ungrateful yeah they won one fucking stanley cup and now they think they run the town <laughs> you know what's but what's been the most fascinating thing for me to watch has been you know, between the Mystics run and the DC United having a good, like having a good, good run of things, uh, how uninvolved the Redskins have been. Oh my in God! Anything? There, it's Which weird is, because when you were very, when you and I were very young, although I don't have much of a memory of this, they were the deal in town. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Every TV show about. Like centered around DC from that era, like has to mention the Redskins, mm -hmm. and that's yeah. actually the, the reason. West Wing has that very famous monologue that everyone wa everyone loves to quote, where Martin Sheen dresses a woman down verbally by talking about using the NFL and working on Sundays and yada yada yada. Touching the skin of a dead pig makes one unclean. Leviticus eleven seven. If they promise to wear gloves, can the Washington Redskins still play football? It's also just. Because that's 20 years of bad ownership. The reason I disliked the Skins so much and became a Ravens fan was because of I felt at the time that when I was a kid, this team isn't worth this coverage. Like, why do I have to hear about the Redskins who are always going 5-11? and 11? Why do I have to hear about them so much? Okay, we wound up 5-11. and 11. Not very good. And now it's just gotten yeah. to the point all these years later, like you said, people just don't care anymore. Did you see how many, did you see FedEx Teams. Field on, against the 49ers last week? It was, I mean, part of that was the weather. Oh, that yeah. was just... It was the worst weather ever, yeah. Awful. But... That game was awful. You don't like a 9 nothing football game but, in, yeah. in, in 2019? God, I wish I'd taken the under on that. I wish I really wish I'd bet the under on that. <laughs> yeah, you would have won a fortune. But it's... Every, every home game has at least half of the fans are other teams' fans. Yeah. They don't... They don't... They can maybe put 55,000, maybe 60,000 in that stadium now when it holds 80. Um, it's just kind of, I don't want to say completely sad yeah. because I don't have sympathy for the team, but it's crazy to watch. No. So, but I, here's the thing. Like, I feel bad for Redskins fans. Yeah. I feel bad for the players and like, I feel bad for the support staff. I don't feel bad for Snyder. Like. Like, it's his incompetence and his refusal to, to do what he actually needs to do that's that's hurting this team. That's a thousand. It's not the right people, now. it's, you know, it's it's not the fans' fault that he's, like, gouged prices on things so that, you know, nobody, I don't know, like, look at, look at all the, look at the fact that the Raiders had the black hole for all those years when that team was been abysmal. Or they're still selling out but games truly, this year and they're moving. Truly. The Chiefs fans, who were some of the loudest in the NFL when that team was dreadful mm -hmm. 
it's an ownership it's a reflection of ownership like if if you're gonna put a shitty product out there at least make the game day experience fun but you can't have a shitty game day experience and a shitty product on the field my favorite one of those stories with Dan Snyder was this was probably in the mid 2000s. So he held, he decided to hold Redskins fan, like fan appreciation day. And I think he mm-hmm. held it in, I think he held it in Ashburn because that's where the headquarters are located somewhere around there. Yeah. And yeah. the made fans who came to the event pay $10 to park unadvertised. Yep. What yep. a Dan Snyder move. Fan appreciation oh. day. And you make them pay for parking that you didn't even tell them about. Unannounced. 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 You have to pay for parking. The 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 Dan Snyder story that will forever just like poison him in my mind is uh, the Washington City paper wrote an article about uh, a, a run in Dan Snyder had with the federal with, with federal law enforcement because uh, Snyder cut some trees down on his property that he wasn't supposed to, mm-hmm. and so he, he was getting a, a big fine from the government and. Someone wrote an article about it, how Dan Snyder had like respond, you know, not responded to requests for comment and like a whole bunch of other stuff. And Dan Snyder tries to sue the Washington City paper. Yeah, for reporting like, a correct story. Take them to court for, for well, for reporting them like they took him to court. They took he took them to court for uh, I think it was libel. Uh, and when asked in court if, what specific lines he felt were liable, he acknowledged that. He hadn't read the article. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot about that part until you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, he he acknowledged he had not read the article, but was suing anyway. That is a just. Uh. Then there was also the story. You after, can't make this. You can't make this shit up. And then the story how after the recession, there was a season ticket holder who could no longer afford season tickets, and Snyder sued yeah. her when she tried to drop the yeah. season tickets. And this was like a ninety. This was like a ninety-something-year-old woman. Yeah, who, who was on a fixed income. Yeah, and couldn't like, afford. No way it. in hell can she afford a, a, a price raise at, when she's on a fixed income. Especially in two thousand nine, she was able to afford the tickets in the first place. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and especially in two thousand nine, when like the, the the economy was hit really hard, and that was part of the re- or it come yeah. off the economy being hit hard, and that's why she couldn't do it. And so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> We could do an entire podcast yeah. on Dan Snyder stories. <laughs> on how he's just an absolutely miserable human being. Yeah. And you know he's what? He's just a fucking worm. He's, he's only... just a gross worm of a man. And he's only 52 Redskins fans, so you probably got another 40 years of him being the owner. Oh, yeah. oh at least. Yeah. People like him will at live forever. At the very least. I'm gonna live forever. Yeah. And... He's not gonna. He's not gonna sell the team. No, he like, loves the he's team. He's a too childhood much. skins fan, right? And like, he's still he's trying to get. He's not gonna this... fire, and he's not gonna fire his GM because his GM likes Dan Snyder, so Dan Snyder will keep him around. Well, but apparently, was it uh, Jay Glazer said in some interview that that uh, Bruce Allen's not going anywhere because that's who uh, that's who hangs out with Dan Snyder in the in the box and like goes and gets wings with like right dan snyder basically is paying for his friends because he's such a dork he he fired they hired a really well-respected pr guy last year whose first move was to Mm -hmm. kind of admit that they don't have a season ticket waiting list anymore that for years was famously fabricated and he put out the real attendance for games and everything and snyder fired him after last year because he couldn't didn't want the real thing getting out so it's just i i can't i don't know 
I I don't. I kind of enjoy it because I dislike Dan Snyder so much, but I do feel. Uh, I kind of feel bad for the fans who have had to deal with this shit for 20 plus years. Yeah, but you know, I, I think ultimately some good will come of it when Dan Snyder eventually sells the team. He, so the new buyer will probably change the name because it should have been changed yeah. years ago. The other thing about that is if you change the name, you can make a lot of money. People will want the new yeah. gear. You keep the colors so you can still wrap it. You keep the trademarks so you can sell the throwback gear. It's, you know, like you, like, um, Kind of what the Indians did with Chief Wahoo, where they don't really sell a lot. They just sell a couple of things so that they can legally keep the trademark and not have it just get out. You could do that with the Redskins. Yeah, name. yeah. And, and honestly, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not native, so, you know, I only have but so many opinions on this. But, like, my biggest beef with the team is that it's 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 a slur. It like, is. It's truly – it's a slur. Yeah. And – you know, if you want to argue that, well, the Cleveland Indians are, are the Cleveland Indians, yeah, sure, fine. But it's not, not great. But calling the team the Indians, still not still not great. Yeah. But on the scale of things, yeah. not as bad as calling the team the sl- a slur. And their equivalent was Chief Wahoo, which was a caricature, a racist character, yeah. and they got rid of it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. After far too long. I, I agree. It took too long. But, you know what? They, they at least, like, were they did it on their own accord. Like, you know what? We're going to phase this out and then just get rid of it because. We understand at least that. They did, at least they didn't double down like the Braves did with the the chop. Yeah. So the, the chop's interesting, though, because the Braves first started doing it when Deion Sanders came from Florida State, where they do the sell. Yes. Yeah. So. But, but that's a different situation. Yeah. Like, Florida State has the express permission of the Seminole Nation mm-hmm. to use their iconography, to use that likeness, to use some of those... To, to use some of those things. The Braves don't have that. Right. I think it's, actually... It's not in, yeah, go ahead. a new tradition. Like, you can just very easily just, just stop. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, with the Redskins' name is... The Post actually came out with an article a couple years ago that, like, 85% of natives... they And the Post is has not been a pro-Dan you know, pro Snyder newspaper, but they came out with a poll no. about how Native Americans, by and large, were not bothered by the name. Having said that, it's like, why not just change it? It's like, it's, it's, yeah. I, you know, I understand that I, that kind of took me back. Like, okay, it's not that big of a deal to them, but you could still just change the name and have it not be a big deal anymore. Also, like, it's just, it's kind of a gross, just st- like acknowledgement of the fact that so much of America's history is like, ex- like, ex- uh, exploitational and, you know, denying people of agency and like forcing natives to live on reservations and denying them a lot of their tribal rights, but then like using their likeness as the mascot for a sports team. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that seems, seems kind of shitty. Yeah. It's icky. That's, I think the best way to put it. Um, but hopefully, icky. Icky, hopefully they'll change it. All right. So, I know we're sports heavy, and we don't have news jabs today just because of, you know, I, I've been working, motherfuckers. I've been working. Um, so have I. Yeah, we bo- we've both been busy boys. Field. We've both been busy boys. Um, however, we do have a stump the slop. So, David, when I drove down to Parkersburg, West Virginia, and I moved, I listened to three albums in the car. I wanted mm-hmm. to see if you can guess at first what those three albums were. And if you can't get them, I'll give you try to give you a hint for each one. Okay, so do I get... 
you you get a few guesses. Like I'm not I'm not limiting strictly your guesses. Are you? Can I ask questions? Shh. Sure. Yeah, but okay. you get you get one question um, for you get like per, three three questions per guess or something. Three questions. So can we? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll do three three questions per album. Yes. All right, we'll do the. All right, so here's the. Let's okay. do that with the first. Um, Actually, no, first no. Album. You know what? I'll give you a. I'll give you a hint. Okay. One is okay. my. One is my favorite album of all time. Shaq Fu. Oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you were so close, David. I am right. Ultimately, you're so close. Yes. No, it wasn't Shaq's debut rap album or his second debut, his second album, uh, both of which are great. No, uh, so, okay. The other, one of the other albums is an album that we talked about very, we talked about the album cover of this album very recently on the show. It has to yeah, do, nope. okay, here's another hint for that album. The biggest song from that album was a wedding classic. Was was what we discussed as a wedding oh. classic. Oh, uh, is it the? It's the UG, UGK's last. No, it's not UGK. Oh. It's it's from the similar like region. It's not UGK. It's not. An, it's not. On, that's not on an Outcast album. No. Um, is no. It? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not International Players Anthem. We did a whole segment about how this song did not get a wedding dance floor moving, and we were both sorely, dis- thoroughly disappointed. Oh, in it. 400 degrees. Yes. All right. That's one of them. Okay. Now, the other two are both by white rappers. Oh, so one's got to be an Eminem album. Okay. But which one is my favorite Eminem album? Uh, Relapse. No, Marshall Mathers LP. Ooh, so close. What's the one after the Marshall Mathers LP? The... It's not the Slim Shady LP. Nope. It's not. <sighs> it's the one with "Without Me" on it. Uh, is it? Is it a uh, curtain call? No, it has. It has one of the worst songs of all time on it too. Yeah, no, I'm not drawing. I'm, 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 I don't have it. The Eminem Show. I know it's an album. The Eminem Show. Yes. Aha. All right, the, uh-huh. and the last one is also by a white rapper. Maybe it's Eminem. Maybe it's not. Okay, white rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this an album from the last ten years? Uh, it is from, in fact, two thousand and five. Okay, so it is not last ten years. Two thousand five, white rapper. Mm-hmm. Only not made one. Only made one album. So it's Bubba Spark. No, it's not Bubba Spark. That's not a bad guess. But he only made one album, and I've probably made, out of every album in history, I've probably made references. Like I probably. John Cena. Yep, that is the correct guess. I listened to "You Can't See Me." <laughs> Jesus. So I listened to "In Order," "You Can't See Me," "The Eminem Show," and "400 Degrees," a trio that I don't think has ever been listened to by one person you know, in a row. No. Yep. No, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that I figured was a good combination of albums on my day. I also have not again. That was three weeks ago. I am looking forward to coming back. I guess next week, maybe maybe this weekend, but definitely next weekend. Because what's happening next weekend, David? Wedding. Woo-hoo! 
in Frederick, Maryland, my uh, my sister Ellen will be getting married, and then David and Bethany what will be attending. Sunday. Yeah, I know. I have to miss work the next day. Ellen uh, really tried to screw up. screw everybody's schedule up, but you know what? It's her special day, and uh, she occasionally listens to this podcast, so I feel comfortable saying that she's screwing up everybody's work schedule. But uh, I am going to be giving a toast, I believe, at the uh, rehearsal dinner. And uh, we did that to ensure that there would be only one toast and that it would be very quick and that uh, no one else can give toasts. I think that was the logic behind me giving a toast. So I think it's time for us to have a toast. Which is sound logic. Yeah. Um, you don't, you know, you know this. Wedding toasts can get pretty out of hand pretty quickly. Yep. So you limit them. Um, I can't wait to give one at anyone. You know, I'm always available for wedding toasts. Anyone listening getting married? Uh, I offered Jake, get previous guest on the show, to uh, give a toast at his wedding or sing at his wedding. He said, uh, emphatically said no to both requests. Um, PJ, if PJ ever gets married, I will give a toast whether he wants to or not. Yeah, we'll just bring a bullhorn. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be the best thing of all time. Um, and I hope he invites you to the wedding. Because I want, we need to. Uh. Here's the thing: he knows that if he doesn't, I'm just gonna be here plus one. Yeah, because <laughs> he has to give me a plus one. I'm Jack Selby. I mean, he doesn't have to give you a plus one. No, but he damn well better. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, this is the first episode we've recorded on Skype in a while. Uh, this is the first time. It was the first time we've recorded since I've moved. And it's been an interesting trip so far, but I think overall, life has been, you know, life is going on the upward trend, and uh, I am happy, uh, in spite of myself, as you know, David, I can be prone, uh, this might surprise you, David, but sometimes I am prone to being down on myself. Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are... But, uh... I think that's just called being a millennial. Yeah, that's true, but I, uh... I, uh... Need to work on self-confidence, but uh, that'll probably come. Uh, we apologize. I'm sure because I'm recording this with high ceilings that there's a huge echo in this recording. I apologize. Um, this is just the reality of life, y'all. We, we, David and I are content generators, right, David? We're going to work on this. Yeah. We're going to try and figure something out. Yeah. We, we want to make it work. Might mean, might mean Jack has to record somewhere else, but we'll figure yeah, something out. Exactly. You know, there's, there's a lot of trial and error when you do a podcast, and this is one of them. But uh, I am yep. I am looking forward to seeing you next weekend, David, and I'm looking forward to seeing Wedding David for the first time. He's not that different from normal me, to be completely honest with you. But he's just, a, he's just constantly in an upbeat mood, is what I've kind of gathered. Yeah, you know, weddings are weddings are supposed to be a party. So, like, I'm all about, like, let's have a party. So, Ellen, uh, you will have the best darn party in the world. And again, I know I've said this before. If DHT's Listen to Your Heart is not played at your wedding, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. We'll be slashing tires. Yes, we will. All right, everybody. Episode 33 in the books. Uh, go, uh, you know what? Go outside and uh, smell the roses. Appreciate the fall weather. Well, it's nice outside. And, uh, you know, stay in the fight, go support the home team, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, exactly.